It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host, and the accent, the thick accent of mine is French and straight from Paris. We're going to talk love. I'm going to get to you calls in a second. But first, I love giving you the result of the polls I often put on my social media. Just check at Rendezvous Radio or go to my website, therendezvousshow.com. We put great stuff, great questions all day long. There was this question that we put up there. We said... Would you still date or dump if you date talks about how much they hate the ex? So 20% of you said, I would still date. 73% said dump. I'm part of the 73% because as soon as I hear people talking about how much they hate the ex still, as we're getting to know each other, that means they are over the ex. And I don't want to be somebody's rebound. So that's that. You call the next 855-905-8255. A love story is like a good book. When you have one, you want to share it. And what you want to do is call me, 855-905-8255. Summer, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Summer. You have a love story for me? Yeah, it's actually about my grandparents. So when my grandparents met, my grandmother was a waitress in a restaurant where my grandfather had just moved. And uh, he would come in for breakfast every day. And when he asked her out, she said that she thought that he only liked her because she was always bringing him food. Mm -hmm. So um, when they started dating, he would make coffee and two Belgian waffles for her every morning and bring it to Uh her in bed. And he still does that to this day, like they've been married for close to 70 (laughs) years now. Breakfast in bed. When was the last (laughs) time, uh, Summer, somebody brought you breakfast in bed? Oh, man. (laughs) It's been a while. I mean, you know, when I hear a story like this about your grandparents, and I'm so glad you called me to share that, it's when I say, what's romance? That is the definition of romance. Bringing every morning breakfast in bed to your wife, your husband, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. That is what the expression of love is. Make the other person feel so good at the beginning of the day. Just that itself. Listen, to be honest, I don't remember myself when either I brought a breakfast in bed to somebody or I received a breakfast in bed, and I would like that. So I am going to inspire. The bar real high. <laughs> yeah, you, for sure, for sure. So uh, Summer, thank you so much for sharing that story, and I will next time I'm dating somebody and, and she sleeps over, I will do that for her. That's I'm going to use your story and kind of own it and make it mine. Oh, thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Thanks for sharing, and have a good night. You too. You know what? This story is just so beautiful. I want to talk a little more with you about what we can do for each other to make each other feel like this. That's going to be next. You know, when Summer, my last caller, just described how her grandfather brings breakfast in bed to her grandmother, his wife, for the last 70 years. I must tell you, I look at myself and I... I thought I was some kind of French romantic, but I listen, I don't haven't shame on me, I haven't brought that a breakfast to bed to a girlfriend in 20, 25 years. Shame on me. And the reason and also nobody brought it to me. So the thing is by doing this and sometimes it's maybe uh, something at night, something during the day, sometimes it's a love note, sometimes it is something it's a gesture. But waking up every morning to make each other's morning better. Uh, That's a true experience of love. And there is a reason of that. My father inspired me to think like this. I'm going to share with you what he did for my mom 
in the last only 56 years. <laughs> Stay with me. That's a family story coming up next. So my parents have been married 56 years, not 70 like Summer's grandparents, but 56 years is a, quite a bunch of years. And so what my father has never stopped doing, not breakfast in bed, I don't think he does, but there is not one single week, and I mean it, not one single week when my father doesn't bring red roses to my mom on Monday. No matter what it is, there is always in the office space of my mother a fresh bouquet of red roses. And that I've seen all my childhood, those beautiful roses. And to this day, still does it. And he goes, there is the florist, like where you go in Paris, um, the flower shop, and then he does it. And I'm very proud of them for that. That's, as my father said, never take your wife for granted. You got to charm her, charm her again. You can never charm your partner enough. Well said, Dad. Your calls are next, 855-905-8255. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Lily, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lily. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? Well, Simon, I had a son for a long time, and we decided to try to date, and it didn't quite work out. But he's still my friend. But how do I get him interested in trying to date me again? I see. So you guys were friends first. Mm-hmm. And then what exactly happened for you to go from, like, friends to romantic? Um, he wanted to try to date me for a while, and I kept telling him no. And mm-hmm. then he kept talking to me, and I just realized I should give it a try. When that happened, why it didn't work out? I'm not really sure. He just kind of went away. I see. So he lost interest in you, you think? Um... I think he got preoccupied with other things, mm-hmm. and I think maybe I was too like excited about it. I wasn't, you know, doing the catch, you know, trying to get him to try to hunt for me. <laughs> I see. Okay, so you guys separated, and then you want him back, right? I do. I do. Why would you want somebody back who's not so into you? Because we didn't really have a chance for it. I feel like if we had a real chance for it, it actually would work out. But that's where maybe maybe you're wrong. Uh, it doesn't work oh. like this. Um, yeah, I know. It's, it's disappointing. Thing is, you know, it's there or not there. And so when it takes two to tango, so if he doesn't feel it, uh, there's, I don't want you to provoke him. I don't want you to do anything but distance. I want him to miss you. Lily, your only chance is not by doing anything else than just let him be, ignore him, and live your life. Because... If you chase him, or if I help you chase him, you know, the result is like he will think, oh, maybe there's going to be some romantic ooh-la-la and stuff like that, but it's not going to work. The only way f- for you to have a chance, and I'm not even sure it's a good idea, would be full distance. So don't do anything, Lily. Leave your life and reflect on this again. Why would you want to okay. be with somebody who's not that into you? Yeah. I know it's hard. I've been there. I'm, I'm the king of that. I've made that mistake, Lily, more than you, believe me. But I've learned my lesson now. With my, you know, I don't want to repeat that. It, it's too much pain at the end. So if he comes back to you, great. But at no time, don't do anything to attract him right now, okay? Okay. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome. Have a good night, Lily. Okay. Bonjour. Bonjour. Have you ever been, like Lily, attracted by somebody's rejection? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever felt 
in your life, an attraction for rejection, meaning that just like my last caller, Lily, you break up with somebody, obviously you felt that they didn't want to be with you, they were not into you, or they broke up with you, and suddenly, a couple weeks later, a month later, sometimes even a year later, you can't wait to find a way to get back to that person, thinking it was not the right time, it was not the right conditions, it was not, instead of saying the truth, that person was neither not good for me or really rejected me and I want to convince him that I'm lovable. Because it goes down to this. In each of us, there's an insecurity that somewhere we're not lovable. And some people have the talent to make us feel not lovable. And we'll do everything, backflips, reverse the world, spend all our money to convince that person who rejected us that we are the one for them. I know that firsthand. I'm going to tell you why. Next. Have you ever been attracted by somebody's rejection? So, confession. I, I have. I've spent years doing silly things, awkward things, just things that I don't do anymore. Why? Because let's say I would meet a woman I really liked, and she didn't want to be with me. Or she was not just into me, and then she would break up with me. Then I would feel so much pain to be rejected that I would like, I would be able to cross the world, spend all my savings, or go to places I hated to go. Uh, uh, give you an example I hate spicy restaurants. <laughs> I don't digest well. And I would go and pretend just to be liked. And then my therapist gave me that piece of advice Simon, why are you attracted by somebody who doesn't want to be with you? Ouch, that hurt, that sentence. But that was freedom. That was liberation. I was liberated. I stopped doing this. So I hope you don't have to wait so many years like I did and you remember what I said. Don't be attracted by somebody who doesn't want to be with you. And so that's my little advice. You call us at next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, you just call me. Sarah, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sarah. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? I have a very personal question about my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. um, he is on his phone a lot, and he uses it for social media. And lately, at nighttime, he's been getting a lot of alerts, and the sound notification goes off. Mm -hmm. And when he went up to go to the bathroom, his phone was on the bed, and I looked over and I saw the little envelope pop up, which means it's a text message. He's, it's not social media. He's mm. getting text messages at 11 mm. o'clock at night. And he's answering them and like laughing. And I don't know what to do. What do I say to him? Or do I go on his phone and just look so that I can see it's something silly and not be upset? I understand. So let's reverse the situation. Let's say it's you who's doing this. You would call me. What would you think is the proper way to address this situation? Uh, I think the right thing is to talk to him, but uh -huh. then I don't know how to do it and not sound defense, like accusatory. It's all a matter of the tone. So the idea is indeed do not enter his phone behind his back. It's like uh, you know, the cop, they need a warrant to get in somebody's house from a judge. You need permission to get in somebody's phone because you're stealing information. So I like the That's idea fair. of not snooping. We don't snoop. We don't steal. But a conversation, it's all in the tone and the timing. So the timing, okay. Sarah, it's easy. You wait for you, man, to have had a good meal because an empty stomach man is a grumpy man. 
So that's a fact. <laughs> that's true. And number two, when you speak to him, if you say it's the difference between saying, hey, what's going on with your phone? And, you know, I just, out of curiosity, you know, um, the other night you were on your phone and I noticed that you were going back and forth, but are you texting somebody? I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a person who needs to know those things. And just let me know. And there's no way for him to be you know, defensive. And if he says, are you worried? You can say, I'm always worried because I love you. Oh, I really like what you said, though. I, I'm a person who needs to know those things because that's true about me. You need to know. Listen, it's also universal. You need to know. I need to know. We all need to know, Sarah. So I think that's the conversation. And you stand your ground. You have a soft spoken tone. No yelling. No pointing fingers. No crossing the arm. Just listen up and then listen to your intuition. <laughs> Thank you. That's good you, advice. And I'm going to do that because I can't wait right. any longer. <laughs> good. Do, do it, sir. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. All right. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Oh, that is an interesting Facebook message I just got at the Rendezvous show. Somebody is really flirting with the red line. I'll, I'll explain that next. Stay with me. You're listening to The Rendezvous. If you can't call me, you can always send me a message, like a Facebook message at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on with Lila? All right, so Lila says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lila. I am a very friendly and flirtatious person by nature, and it's just how I've always been, and it's actually how I met my current boyfriend. I went up to him in a crowded bar and just started talking to him, and we ended up dating. He loved how outgoing I was back then, but now he seems to have a problem with it. He says it's inappropriate the way that I flirt with other men and he wants me to stop. I don't think that it's fair that he wants me to change who I am and I don't know what to do. Do you have any advice? Lila, that's a great question. Once you start dating somebody, is there some things you should change or not? We'll talk about that next. Do you think if you're a very flirtatious person by nature, just very outgoing and flirtatious, and then you meet somebody uh, because you're flirtatious and, and outgoing, and then that person, after you guys start dating, said, I think it's not you know, good or appropriate the way you flirt with other men, and he asked you to stop. You know, That's really what the message from Lala is on my Facebook at The Rendezvous Show is. Lala, here's my answer. It's great to be flirtatious a little bit. It's great to be outgoing. But I agree with you, man, that once... We are in a relationship. You don't need to attract more men by being flirtatious. You've got to ask yourself this question, Lala. Why, if I already have a boyfriend, would I want to be flirtatious with other men? Think about this, Lila, and then decide what to do. That's my advice for you. You call that next. If you have a question for me, all you have to do is dial 855-905-8255. Cassie, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour, Cassie. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, I've been seeing this guy who is actually moving overseas to Japan. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the long distance is not going to work. So I wonder if you could give me advice on how I can get over him. Okay. Um, so I assume, but I want to make sure that you're not in love with him anymore. Well, I definitely have feelings for him, but I'm not moving to Japan, and he's right. going to be there for a while. Okay, well, so here's the thing. When is he leaving, actually? He's leaving next month. Okay. I think that if you had the strength, it would be better to break up before he leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and to say, listen, I'm not going, you're going, you know, we can be friends, no more ulala. And you start the initial period of, of grieving or of just, you know, what I call, you know, burying the past as soon as possible. I'm not in the favor of dragging this for another month of pretending everything's going to be sweet, lovey-dovey and pinky-rosy when it's not a month later, you already know you're not going to be with him anymore, right? Right. So I think a good conversation would be nice. All right, I'll try that. Just be honest and respectful of the truth for you and for him. And then, you know, everybody goes their way. Et c'est la vie. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I'm going to you, try that. And oh, hopefully yeah. it's not going to be so hard. It will be hard at the beginning, but very a big relief when you've told the truth. Trust me. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck to you, Cassie, and have a good night. You too. Stay with me. More rendezvous is next. Merci beaucoup pour écouter le rendez-vous. Thank you so much for listening to me and the rendezvous every night. And first, thank you for bearing with my French accent that, you know, I actually take English classes still every Sunday with my wonderful teacher, Veronica, who just got married. So congrats to her uh, last Sunday. And it's because of her that I can do a radio show with being hopefully understandable. Anyway, uh, a little tip. If you have something you want off your chest, something happened in your life, check out my podcast, La Confession. And if you want to be in it, just reach out to my producers at therendezvousshow.com. Check out all the great stories. And thank you for trusting me with your story, what happened to you, no judgment. That's what the confession space is for. It's for you. Listen to it. I'll be back tomorrow night. Thanks again. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.